Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son, whom she named John. John the Baptist's role as the preparer, as the way-paver, destined for a ministry of preparation, was so important that Jesus himself said of him, I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Let's scrutinize this story from the infancy narratives along with theologian pastor Dr. Ralph F. Wilson. The Birth of John the Baptist, Luke chapter 1, verses 57 to 80. We live in an age that laughs at the concept of holiness and taunts anyone who seeks to live a holy life. Even some church people mock the idea. Holiness, in verse 75, is the Greek noun hasoites, state of proper attitude toward God as exhibited in action, devoutness, piety, holiness. Righteousness is appreciated by our society more, but is often considered boring. Righteousness is the common Greek noun dikaiosune, the quality or characteristic of upright behavior, uprightness, righteousness. But no matter what the culture thinks of godly living, God seeks consistent holiness and righteousness in our lives. We are to live for God's glory, not for society's approval. I am particularly struck by Zechariah's prophecy of his son John as a preparer, verse 76. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. Prepare, in verse 76, is the Greek verb hetoimatso, to cause to be ready, put or keep in readiness, prepare. It had long been prophesied that one would come ahead of the Lord to prepare the road, the highway, upon which the king would travel. Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 43-5, A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Then, at the end of the Old Testament, Malachi prophesies that Elijah will come to prepare the way, Malachi 3.1. See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way for me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. John is the messenger of this covenant. When the angel Gabriel first appeared to Zechariah in the temple, He announced that the child's role would be to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Later, when John the Baptist enters his ministry, he is asked who he is. His answer, I am the voice of one calling in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. John 1.23 Something in us wants to be recognized, acclaimed, appreciated. We usually want to get credit for the good we do and our sins forgotten. But if the truth be told, few get the credit they deserve. Many, like John, carry on ministries of tremendous importance to prepare for the future, but are seldom recognized for that role. If John had not prepared the people with a spiritual revival that emphasized repentance from sin, baptism, and forgiveness, 
Jesus could not have built on this foundation. He would have had to build it himself, diverting him from his chief ministry and emphasis. You may be one of God's preparers so that the ministry of your church in the future can be more effective. doesn't matter whether or not people appreciate you, but it does matter that you are faithful to God who called you to this ministry of preparation so that his work might go forward unimpeded. Now let's consider the rest of Zechariah's prophecy concerning his son who would become John the Baptist. Verses 76 to 77. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Jews were looking for salvation in political terms, deliverance from the oppression of the Romans. That is how they saw the Messiah. But godly Zechariah prophesies of a spiritual deliverance to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Sin kept them in captivity as debtors. Forgiveness would set them free. John's message would be, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Indeed, John came preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness here is the Greek noun, aphasis the act of freeing from an obligation, guilt or punishment, pardon, cancellation. Notice how God, who brings this forgiveness, is described, 78-79, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the paths of peace. God is a God of exact justice, of righteousness and holiness, but he is also merciful, granting us a forgiveness that we do not deserve and have no right to expect. Tender mercy translates two Greek words. Tender is the Greek splanknon. Literally, it means the inward parts of the body, including especially the viscera, entrails. In the ancient world, the inner parts also referred to psychological aspects of heart as the seat and source of love and emotion. The word is often used to express emotions such as love and affection. Mercy is the Greek noun eleos, which we saw in verse 58. Kindness or concern expressed for someone in need. Mercy, compassion, pity, clemency. The rising sun or day spring from on high is the Greek noun anatole. It refers to the rising of stars and the sun, and here refers to the dawn as figurative of the coming of the Messiah. 
Dayspring is a picturesque English word meaning daybreak or sunrise. This shaft of early morning sun will suddenly illuminate those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to turn their darkness into bright sunlight. This is reminiscent of Isaiah's prophecy, later quoted in Matthew 4.16, as referring to Jesus' ministry in Galilee. I'm reading from Isaiah 9, 1 and 2. In the future he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. What a marvelous prophecy Zechariah utters upon the naming of his son John. How his neighbors must have talked for weeks and weeks about it. Verses 65 to 66. The neighbors were all filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. The phrase we're talking about, or we're noised about, is the Greek verb dialaleo, discuss, exchange opinions or viewpoints. The verb is in the imperfect tense, suggesting that the discussion continued on for some time and didn't die down right away. Our passage concludes with one sentence, which covers John's life from birth until he began his ministry. Verse 80, And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. Zechariah and Elizabeth lived in a village in the hill country of Judea, along the ridge of coastal mountains south of Jerusalem. The western slope receives most of the rain, but the eastern slope is dry, receiving less than 12 inches of rain per year. Much of it is barren, trackless wilderness described as desert, Greek eremos, an uninhabited region or locality, desert, grassland, wilderness. This is where young John roams as a boy and then lives as a man, separate, isolated from humankind. A Nazarite, he lives out his vow to God in solitude and listens to God as God prepares him to prepare a nation for the Messiah. Please help us grow by sharing this podcast with a friend. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer again 
text history. That's H I S T O R Y using the code three o six o five.